quick, can you talk about Richard Rodriguez and what you've seen from him? I mean, for, for the average fan, they see a name added to the roster. I think going into spring training, it was close to spring training, and they don't recognize the name. They don't know much about him and probably don't think much of it. And then comes up and he's striking guys out at like 15 per nine, I think it is, and high heat up in the zone. Um, just what you've seen from him going back to what interested you guys in him and how he's progressed. Yeah, I think this is where you give a lot of credit to the people that are doing the hunting for the players. Uh, your scouts, minor league level, <clears throat> that go to the ballpark and see a guy throwing 92, um, being able to pitch in different quadrants, being able to get swing and miss, high spin rate up top, you know, that throws a slider that can move it around. Um, and then you go through your analytics program, and actually he graded out very highly uh, in the profiling. Those are our top five guys as far as guys to look at, to, to consider, to take a shot at. Um, you get him in spring, he pitched all winter. And the, the only concern we had was just the use, you know, because he pitched all year. He pitched all winter. He came in and really didn't have much time down at all. We got him in a play there. Um, and you give him a chance to pitch. And, and I think sometimes... Yes, environment can help. Sometimes coaching can help. Sometimes the player learns things on their own over time that they just try and implement. Maybe it's a conversation with another player. There's a lot of different reasons why guys can have success. And again, we wanted to give him every opportunity for it to be sustainable success. Um, it's not just you know, six weeks, two months. So we've work with him, showing him his strengths. He's talked to us about his strengths, what we think he can do within the strike zone, how he can work the strike zone with a selection of pitches. And he's he's off to a really good start. His confidence is at a, probably an all-time high. And how much major league confidence coming in? Had a rough experience in Baltimore. Not many times you get called up in September and get set out in September. There's an open roster, so I think a fresh start helped him mentally. And then I think there's a group of guys out there that have also welcomed him. And that opportunity to pitch has shown up, and he's done the rest of the work on his own. So continue to give him the ball and see where he can take it and where we can take it together. Both you and Neil have talked about how bullpen pitchers can be kind of all from one year to the next. Is that one area that even with all the analytics and everything, you know, a lot of it sometimes does come down to your gut? And, and what do you feel, feel about a guy, what he can give you in a year? I, don't, I, I think there's... A high, I mean, yes. <laughs> At the end of the day, it's one of the hardest, most challenging things to quantify. Um, and more up, and the other part of it is you don't know how they feel all the time. Yeah. And, and you hope you can have that open, honest communication where guys will tell you they're getting too much work or they're not getting, you know, well, you can figure that out. Some guys really need you know, consistent work. Some guys really do well when they're down three days and you pop them in for one inning or two innings, but that's, you can't have four of those guys in the bullpen. You've got to have guys that are available and can pitch. Everybody's got a role and responsibility, so there's a lot of other factors that go into it. Um, at the end of the day, it's, there's a lot of gut involved, I, I believe, and, you know, I, that's one thing I share with Neil when he'll ask me. I get all the numbers, the analytic guys, and then we'll sit down and I'll tell them, okay, here's, here's this guy and this is what I like about him. This is what I see from the other guy, regardless of how they're graded out. You know, analytically, we try and find common ground and we just share, ex exchange ideas and thoughts and experience.
Try to put it together. Clint, you had a pretty good line last night when you said, you know, I spent all winter being asked where we're going to get the power from, and, you know, now we've got it. I'm just curious. You like to say a lot of times home runs are thrown and not hit necessarily, but are you guys hitting home runs? You know what I mean? I mean, is there, are you guys trying to hit? No, I, I don't think they're trying to hit home runs. I think they're, they're trying to get their swings in good spots to maximize contact. I think they're looking for hard contact. They're looking for the ball out, up out over the plate. Um, and they're looking to drive balls and gaps. So I think that's the conversation that's been had. Inside, deep down, I don't know. Sometimes swings tell you what they're trying to do. And I haven't seen guys trying to lift and separate and hit balls in the river. Um, it's usually a pretty good giveaway when there's over-effort. Because you don't need to over-effort to hit a ball out of the ballpark. One of the best lines I ever heard was when we took a trip to Japan, a Goodwill tour. They talked to Sadaharo, oh, well, how he hit so many home runs. I don't know if you ever know the size of the man, but he's not a big man. And he says, well, I just try and hit the ball over the fence. The Americans try and hit it out of the stadium. It makes all the sense in the world. I mean, these guys are just trying to get balls up in the zone. What we've preached, what we've talked about, what they've come to feel comfortable with, look up all over the zone, put a good swing on it. Obviously, that ball's thrown up out over the zone. Look for balls that are down. If you track all our home runs, look at where the pitches are, and then you can make your own assumptions on whether we're trying to hit home runs or whether we're just putting good swings on balls that are up in the zone. There's a small percentage, I think, of balls that are down that we've got under and covered, but a lot more, more often balls are up over. the zone. And when you're doing it with this, a lot of the same guys, it's not like you went out and traded for Jim Carlos Stanton. No, we your, didn't. That ups your production. So, I mean, is that just the maturation of, of players as they get more seasoned, and is it them developing greater play discipline? I assume it's all of it. A it's a little bit all of it. It's the angst from not, not being a, maybe as good a team as they could have been last year offensively and some individuals not having the seasons they wanted to have, and there's a lot of health involved, a lot of physicality involved. There's guys out on the field right now that are, that are physically fit, that are in good, good shape uh, and feeling good about their game and feeling good about their swings. Marte, he was a guy last year who didn't have the numbers that you'd want. Is that more just timing? Are you seeing the same guy, I guess, that you've, you've seen before at the plate? Well, the, the numbers thing, I mean, he's out 80 games. As we've talked before, I, I don't think anybody in here, I don't think I do, I don't think you do, Adam, realizes what it's like to miss 80 games in a major league season and then come back and try and play in the major leagues. I can't, I have no empathy. I don't know what that feels like. I just, it looked hard. I think he'd be the first one to tell you it was really, really hard. So from there, we've seen him do really good things defensively on the bases and with the swing. Um, I also think there's a maturation going on in the box that's, that's been fun to watch. And we'll see how that continues to play out.